middle of no man's land. All right, we go into that Publix and Stan immediately says, look at all of these incredible people coming out of this store. Even one of the bag boys approached me in that store and said, are you Neil Rogers? I couldn't believe it. Now, it might not necessarily have been the one that I was hoping for, but that was a first. We're starting to move in the right direction. One of the bag boys in that Publix recognized me, listens to the show, his brother listened to it. It was just incredible. Then Stan went into a little store in that same shopping center called Scoop to Nuts, where they sell coffee and nuts and stuff like that. And uh, the kid who was working behind the counter was sitting there on a Hershey's chocolate milk telephone. You ever seen one of those? I mean, it really is impressive when you walk into a place of business and a guy is sitting there behind a cash register talking on a, on a what looks like a big container of chocolate milk, you know? That's impressive. Like, maybe they belong in a rubber room or something in this store. And he also had a very interesting uh, companion sitting there next to him, which uh, was, I don't know what function he was serving, other than perhaps to boost morale. But that was a really inter interesting experience. And Stan was grinding the coffee, and I was hanging out at the counter. And uh, then came the moment of truth. Because finally, he's got his, scooped his coffee, and I've scooped everything I can get my hands on in there. And now he says, you want to go up for some ice cream? to Emac and Bolios, and I said, well, boy, this could be embarrassing. And then I said, that's a good, that's good enough reason in itself, let's go. And we drive up there, and who's behind the counter but a young lady that I've never seen before. No Brian, no Josh, not even Suzette. Oh, I shouldn't have said it that way, should I? Suzette will take exception. Well, I don't mean not even, but I mean we know Suzette. Here's this new young lady, and of course, Stan is now at this point salivating, foaming at the mouth, crawling over the counter, carrying on in his usual subhuman, barbaric behavior, right? And it comes to find out that this young lady is... Michelle. Not the one from Channel 10, though. Okay, so now we get the ice cream. Stan is just dribbling and drooling over the counter. We go outside. There was almost nobody there last night, by the way. Looked like a ghost town. There was a couple that came in while we were there. We go outside. Now this couple comes out, and it turns out that it's Dan and Lisa. Not David and Lisa, but Dan from Chicago and Lisa. Okay? And this just, it kind of starts to snowball now. And now there are other people who know us who are showing up. Not a whole lot. And it turns out that Michelle knew who we were, assumed that we were very upset because Brian wasn't there. Stan, of course, took great umbrage of that because his, his image is rapidly wilting. But anyway, um, to make a long story short, we and Suzette finally showed up a little bit later on. Everybody is happy. Nobody's upset. They did take my name off the blackboard. I will m mention that. They did, for some bizarre reason, take Uncle Neil's name off the blackboard. And as a peace offering, because I like their, I've always liked their ice cream, Stan, who really wasn't that crazy until he saw Michelle last night, now has suddenly taken a great turn and loves, he yearns for their ice cream, okay? He salivates for it. And at about 3.30 this afternoon, he's going to make such a jackass out of him. I want you, whatever you do, Make a note on your calendar now at about 3.30 this afternoon. Be sure to be listening to the Stan Major Show because he's going to just totally humiliate and degrade himself on the air for this little high school girl. Now, would we do that on this show? No. 
For Brian, for example, of course not. It's just a radio show. When I go there, I go for the ice cream. If there are any other amusements to look at, that's great. But you know Stan, he takes all of this very seriously. I mean super seriously. So Monday night, we've decided that there are no fo football games on Monday night, right? No f f football games on Monday. Now, while I'm getting choked up about it, you know, I'm one of those people that can't survive without my football. And um, so we thought that we would try it again. Now, last Monday was very spontaneous. And even though it was just a couple of mentions, look at the crowd we had. We had people from everywhere who showed up. And this Monday night, at about 7 o'clock, not only will Stan Major and Neil Rogers be at the ice cream store, but... For his first pubic appearance, ladies and gentlemen, the bird. Now, we know that it's a mistake. We know that his image will never be the same again. And those of you who want to bring your cameras, those of you ornithologists out there, bird watchers, bring your binoculars, your cameras, whatever else, your little Tweety Bird glasses, and uh, all you got to do is envision Tweety Bird before you come out, then you'll never be disappointed. I guarantee you that he will not disappoint if you keep Tweety Bird and Elmer Fudd in mind. You'll be all set. You'll be ready to go. And I have a feeling we could redeem ourselves. We might even see our names up in the lights again, black, back on the blackboard. And Suzette asked us for the schedule. And I don't want to get any of you uh, desperate queens upset out there, because I know there are a lot of you in this audience who are almost as desperate as I am. And we suggested a nice schedule. A nice balance would be Josh and Michelle to work on Monday, because there's got to be more than one if there's a crowd like there was last Monday, right? We don't want to have to subject Brian to all of that oogling and all of that embarrassment again because it's obviously having a negative effect on his life. And in, uh, in addition to that, there'd probably be a lot of dirty old men who would come out and try to reach across the counter and say, can that be felt? We don't want that. We just want a nice, peaceful ice cream fest. That's all. A little marshmallow, a few bananas, a little whipped cream, a couple of nuts. That's all we expect. And, of course, with the bird there, there is no telling. There may be really strange. Now, we had a lot of wonderful people who came out last Monday, very normal-looking, some of them very nice-looking. Now that we've announced in advance that he's coming out, there's no telling what's going to happen. There will probably be 30 River Phoenix look-alikes who will just show up just for the hell of it. And maybe 30 Phoebe Cates look-alikes will show up on Monday. Who knows? So it's going to be about 7 o'clock Monday night. Uh, I don't think we're going to go and eat at uh, the melting pot tonight. You know what I'm saying? If Dave is listening, we appreciate it. But I just, I'm just a little bit leery about opening up any new avenues. So after the ice cream, we're on the way. I'm back to drop Stan off at his car. And he says, I hate to say this, but I've got to go to Winn-Dixie. How many supermarkets can you go to in one evening, right? It's a hell of a pastime, and you can't really spend all that much money, you know, unless you're loading up on groceries, which I don't really buy any. I buy a couple of bottles of Diet Cherry 7-Up, you know, to make it look good. And sure enough, we go into Winn-Dixie, and there's Roberto was there last night, and all of these other wonderful, great people, and a couple of young ladies who were shopping there that had Stanley crawling around on the floor making barnyard noises. Just another night at the local supermarket, okay? So if I sound a little bit worn out, it's because it was a rough, rough evening. And, of course, there are probably some of the folks in the audience who, since we spoke to them on Stan's show yesterday at 6 o'clock, have been making some of these phone calls. Now, we did do our damnedest to get through to Jeff Stryker yesterday afternoon. We had a couple of really desperate people on the phone, I mean desperate, who almost got in touch with him. And we did finally get in on it. And see, what you find out with all of these numbers is that it's a big come on. 
You know, like you're going to call um, Michael Jackson or something. I don't know why anybody would want to. You're going to call some big celebrity. And it turns out that those celebrities are never there, but it's always the other part of the offer. You know, it's one of those group deals where there are a whole bunch of people get on the line, which they love because everybody who's calling in is paying the charge. So they get like a dozen people on there at the same time, and they're all paying the two bucks for a couple of minutes, and then they got to call back, and they're just, it's like they're feeding the quarters into the machine like crazy. And we did have a whole bunch of people. It was really fascinating to watch John McLaughlin last night up there. Kyle should have been here to, to oversee that because it was one of the most incredible uh, jobs in the history. It took him, I would say, no more than 10, 15 minutes to get the two people on together at the very most. Uh, it was uh, a little nerve-wracking to say the best. But we did our best. We tried. We did get Jeff muttering somewhere in the background. He said something like, oh, God, that's good. And uh, that was it. So probably we'll hear from some people who got through on that line. And then we had the guy who called in who gave us these other numbers for Dade, and we gave the Sweet Blues number out. So we probably have a lot of satisfied customers this morning who have been calling these numbers all over the country. And they're just having a hell of a great time, okay? It's a good time. 24 before 11 at WINZ, our first caller this morning. We are very honored to have on a mobile phone. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Very good. What's up? Neil, listen, I uh, was listening to your show yesterday. Um, you mentioned Michael Jackson in yeah. the new video. Yeah. yeah. The uh, spurs on his boots, those, like, uh, silver things. Yeah. I want to get a pair. You know where I can get some? <laughs> yeah, I think at the Olympurist Corral, I think they're having a sale on them this weekend in Miramar. They look pretty good to me. Yeah. I want to get a pair, man. Listen. <laughs> Tell that bird that he belongs in that wing ding for Y100. The wing ding? Yeah, that's what they're having over there. They're having a wing ding? Yeah. It's a wing ding. It sounds, sounds limp-wristed if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen, have a wonderful life, my friend. How much is this call costing you? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out when I get the bill. Okay. Well, send it to the bird. He'll take care of it for you, sir. <laughs> okay. Okay, there he goes. He's so, gone. Someone mailed you a cart again? You know, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, they're like listeners who are mailing us cartridges from radio stations. If all you engineers are wondering where the carts <laughs> are disappearing to in South Florida, don't blame us. Gosh. Look at that. 72079. It's an old cart yeah, to top it all off. That's when it was rewound. How long is it? It's a four-minute. That's good. We like those. <laughs> yeah, we can use those. Who is this from? Mike Future, broadcaster. Do you know Mike Future? I guess that's a disc jockey name, Mike Future, like Linda Energy and... Oh, I see. It came from a broadcasting school. Johnny Dark, all those radio names. He's the one who sent us sex over the phone. Oh. Yo Mama. <laughs> that's Yo Mama? Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Okay, we'd be good and you'd be bad. <laughs> okay, should I try this on the air? Should I play it cold? He says it's clean. It's by Cheech and Chong, though. Could be good. It could be good. It could be uh, disgusting. Could be filthy. Well, Cheech Ooh, and Chong did, a chance, huh? did Vanna, you know, pick me a letter. That's Cheech and Chong. It is? Yeah. Obviously. It's Cheech and Chong. How do you know that? You can tell by the, by the sound, by the voice. But you know it's them for sure. Absolutely. It's not positive. Sure. You'd bet your life on it. You bet. A man at the payphone said the WKPX needs $6,000 to repair the damage that was done by the lightning strike. And what are we supposed to do? Take, um, donate? Hey, we'll raise the money for them. We can't afford to uh, go non-directional in the daytime because uh, we have all that equipment sitting back in the FM. 
but we certainly would be delighted to raise money for WKPX so they can be very nice to us again. Maybe what can we do for you, Mr. Rogers? <laughs> you douche. Would you like to send them a couple of Neumanns? If you'd like to make a, a donation, call the business line at WKPX 748-2860. 748-2860. And, uh, you know, dig deep into your pocket. Because we know that the students at Piper High always have their hands deep in their pockets. the biology class this morning at Piper High. Thank you. As you know, your regular teacher, Sister Rosetta Stone, is on a small vacation. However, she does send her love and these finger paintings and dust cloths she's making. I am your substitute teacher, Sister Mary Elephant. Class, attention. Okay, I think we'll be joining that in progress a little bit. Wouldn't that be good? We can join that back and forth throughout the day. I don't want to overdo it. That was a minor hit. I think they used to play that on Y100 back in the what? late 70s. Yeah. Are you serious? I think so, Sister Mary Elephant. Okay, now what was this about Crazy Kramer that somebody was saying the other day? The music man? Kramer. Crazy Kramer. Crazy Kramer, the yeah. music man. Mm -hmm. What about him? What about the old guy? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Somebody made some kind of a psychosexual innuendo the other day when I was on with Stan. No. Yes. About Kramer? Kramer and me, as a matter of fact. We were going to uh, do something with the cheerleaders. Like what? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> talk about said, the that sounds like Kramer to me. Yeah, talk sounds, about your um, odd couple. Well, we'll check with Tanner and see what he has to say about it. Uh, let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile. Good morning. How are you doing, Bill? Hello. Come here. Mobile. I'm just uh, thanking you for the album I received yesterday in the mail. Okay, now let me ask you this. Was it all folded up and crinkled like the one that the other guy called in about? Oh, I checked that out. First thing, I was figuring uh, the Carroll City Post Office uh, did something with it. Yeah. But I looked at the postmark, and you know what it said? Opalaka. Oh, yeah. That's all our mail goes through. Oh, it goes through Opalaka? Yeah. Oh, that explains it. You know, by way of the Sultan, I guess. Well, yeah. anyway, it, it did uh, come to the mail, and I thought it did. We'd be good, and you'd be bad. <laughs> okay. What's that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Uh, you know, people can uh, talk on a water cooler, you know. Are you going to come up and see us at the ice cream store on Monday? That's the question. Um, Probably not. What time? 7 o'clock. 7, 8, you know, around in there. Uh, yeah, I might do that. Sure. Good. You might fall for you know, me, Tanner show. can relate to this. Tanner can relate to this, <laughs> and Budell, and the Rick and Spuds, you bet. You know what Budell did, uh... <laughs> goes a dead air again. Okay, have a good one. Now, wait a minute. You were probably waiting for a response, weren't you? I was. And one of the ways, one of the very easy and inexpensive, underlined in red, ways of doing that is doing what Neil is doing. I know. <laughs> okay, listen, have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. These presents yesterday were from Power 96. No. They stole you a freight train. We didn't get the joke, but that's what the train What do you mean was. they were from Power 96? They called yesterday. Well, who are these people that brought them in? The, that was that magazine, right? That was from the people. You mean Inches? The yeah. one that you were telling uh, Terry about in the hall as I was leaving? She asked me You about are the worst Yenta. She you really asked are. me. I'm leaving the studio, and she he's got... to me. Terry... 
cornered up against the wall. He's saying, no. She had this me. magazine today called Inches. No, she came to me and asked me about it. About what? It's uh, just a picture of Jeff Stryker again on the cover with his beautiful, deep, tanned body. That's what I told her. I mean, who cares about that? The people brought you that. And if you open it up to the centerfold, it's got another picture of Jeff Stryker with his beautifully tanned body. <laughs> and his motorcycle. <laughs> And what a motorcycle see, see, it that, is. That's disgusting. I mean, I hate to say that to you, but that's, it's just, it's wrong for him, okay? He needs to have a transplant. That does not belong on his body. <laughs> it doesn't fit? No, first of all, it looks very red and swollen, first of all. And it just, it just does not belong on his body. The rest of everything he, is, is great, okay? But he can't help but it, But that's, you know? uh, no, that does not belong there. I'm sorry. Am I right, Terry? That do, just doesn't, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't fit. It's disgusting. Now, I could recommend him to a great surgeon, uh, you know, that I saw last night. For the, we did the preliminaries, and this weekend I'm having the surgery finished. When I come in on Monday, he said my voice might be a little higher, but that's Michael Jackson's such a big hit already. That's just a genetic accident. Yeah, like the rest of them is a genetic accident. Yeah, so, you know, you it. have to take the good with the bad. That's right. Right? You can't help you it. You have to take the thick with the lean. Boynton Beach, hello. Hello, Neil. On his dime, I can't believe it. What a... My dime. Okay, last of the big time spenders. last night, too. Huh? I spent money on you last night, too. What do you mean by that? I spoke to Jeff Stryker for you. Okay. Did, you didn't get to really talk to him, did you? Yes, I did, actually. Privately. There wasn't... <laughs> no. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe you're not breathing hard, but I am. But a normal, literate conversation. A very, normal, literate, articulate conversation. Very, very, very nice person. What did he have to say? Uh, well, I spoke about you. Ooh. And he would like to speak to you. Oh. And he gave me a number, and he'd like me to get some numbers <sighs> from you and call him back, and he'd like to call you. He'd like to what? Call you on the air. You realize what we, could, we could have an 89 life. share on that day. Even the straight guys in town are now obsessed with Jeff Stryker, I found out. <laughs> it's, it's true. He, he, he offered to send you an autograph picture. Oh. He offered to send me one, but I didn't want to give him my address. Why, why not? <laughs> he oh, wanted you... my home phone number. So what's wrong with that? Because he said he's coming to Miami and he's going to be spending a lot of time down here. And you didn't give him your number? Well, I, I've got his number to call him back. <laughs> When's he coming to town? I, oh, my I God. Heard. Hi, when's he coming to uh, town? I'm actually, I don't know. He speechless. said he's expected to come down here. He's got a lot of work to do. I'll bet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he said, you know, he works very... My audience alone could keep him busy for days on end. That's what I told him. So I to said speak. he's got devoted fans all over the place. Oh, yeah. boy. I asked him, I said, are you getting an inordinate amount of phone calls from Miami? And he said, yes. He said, <laughs> you know why? I said, well, this person, the old Rogers. And, uh, you said this person? <laughs> You didn't no. say that, did you? No. I don't no, want you to spoil my image. Try to butch up a little no, bit. Come it's, on. Right. It's just a coincidence. So how did you get through to him? You just dialed the number? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I was going to a movie last night. I got dressed. I was standing around waiting for my ride. What was it? Power Tool Part 6? Oh. <laughs> the Big Easy. Close. Okay. <laughs> Close. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm standing there waiting, and I said, what the heck? I'll call him up. And I, the phone rang through, and I thought it'd be one of these stupid recordings. Yeah. And, uh... The phone rang, and it clicked over, and I didn't say anything, and I heard this, hello. And I said, hello, and he said, who's this? And I said, well, who's this? He said, Jeff. I said, is this really Jeff Stryker? He said, yes. He said, where are you calling from? And asked me my name and all this stuff, and then it clicked off, and I had to call him back. You know, you had your little two minutes. 
And then I started to talk to me. He said, well, here, call me back at this number. Yeah. It won't be interrupted. Are oh. you serious? Oh, boy. No. And, uh... Non-interruptus? Uninterrupted. We talked for about... Jeffus non-interruptus, <laughs> as the Greeks used to say, yes. Uh -huh. But, uh, he would very much like to speak to you on the... I think he wants to promote his new movie. Yeah. yeah. Of course. We'd Great. be delighted to promote sure. his new movie. Called Striker Force. Striker Force? Striker Ooh. Force. Good, oh, yeah, that's the uh, buy one, isn't it, where he, he teaches you if you want it, you got to buy it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So what are all these numbers? Do you want to give them to Kyle? Um... Because we don't want to give them on the air. Well, he, t he told me not to give them out. He asked me to get the numbers from you and call him back. To do what? He wanted me to call him with the number. Oh. With what number? With your number. Oh, we can give him the hotline. Yeah, yeah you have a number line. that he wouldn't have to wait on hold like yes. I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you, in other words, you don't want to give us his private number. No, he asked me not to. Yeah. Oh. But we can give him... How much, how much would it cost? Uh, uh, <laughs> No. Do we have any prizes to give away? <laughs> we'll How about an old something. copy last week's TV Guide? <laughs> sure. With Brooke Shields on the cover. How about Teen Magazine? 16. It's got <laughs> Kirk Cameron on the cover, I'm telling you. <laughs> Nothing. No. Okay. okay, we can't. This guy can't be bought. River Phoenix inside. Right. No. 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 He's no. tough. This guy's tough. No. Hmm. Not, not even the whole Phoenix family. <laughs> really? Rainbow, River, none of them. All right, how about Jason Gedrick's home phone number? You have Jason? Oh, <laughs> I think we're getting close. Everyone getting has close. their price. From, from one Jason Gedrick. Okay, how, how about uh, Pat Peterson's own Michael Jackson glove? No, Used. Right. No? Pat's going to get kicked off on the show. Uh, why do you oh. say that? He was on there last night. They were having his birthday party. Yeah. And we didn't get to see anything. Did you see it? I, yeah, I did. How do you know he's getting kicked off the show? I don't know that. No, no chance. No. Sure, they're going to replace him with uh, probably... Uh, Red buttons. Uh, oh. <laughs> red buttons. Red buttons? Red buttons. Now we'll have Bob Hope and... Yeah, well, right. And they, they'll bring back Bing Crosby. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, Bing's not uh, singing too well these days, but... Uh, Donna Mills, nice they're both about as exciting. Yeah, Donna Mills and Bing, both uh, they shoot them both through the same screen, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, listen, uh, how are we going to do this? He's on a four, so give him the hotline number. And then you can pass it on. Now, how, how are you sure you're going to get through to him again? Oh, you've got the good number. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. boy this guy, uh, you don't realize what impressed. a... You don't seem to understand that if I people... I understand the position if people, The position you're in, well, we don't want to get into that, okay? It's uh, 11 in the morning, and it's a family show, and they're monitoring in Portland. So know, we don't want to get into that, the position California. that you're in. Huh? It's three hours earlier. So California how did he sound? I mean, can, you can give us a little, a little something. How did he sound? Very nice. Because in the movies, to be honest with you, he has a rather limited vocabulary, you know? Uh, he he doesn't seem all that bright, but he's very nice. <laughs> Extremely. Oh, yeah. Very friendly. Is he related to Brian at the ice cream store by any chance? Uh, am I? No, him. Oh, no, I don't. You haven't been to the ice cream store? No, not no. way up here. No. What do you mean? Where are you? Boynton Beach. Oh, he, that's right. He's in Boynton, and this is on his dime. Good Lord. Well, this is important. You mean there are Jeff Stryker fans in Boynton Beach? <laughs> Holy cow. Now there are. Holy Toledo. In my own fan club. So how long did you talk to him? About 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Just long enough, huh? <laughs> no. 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 You wouldn't do anything like that? No. Not on the phone. Why waste the time? Of course. When you can have the real thing. Please. I know. If I wait long enough. If we all wait a lifetime. 
Okay, well, I guess we're not going to squeeze any more out of you, so uh, hold on a minute, and Kyle will give you the bat line number, and then you give it to, uh, you know, and tell him. Now, listen, the problem is we're on 10 to 2 Eastern time. That's like 7 in the morning till 11. I explained 7 -11. Keep those numbers in mind. 7-11. It should be easy for him to remember. 7-11 his time. Yeah. In between there. Like, he's probably up by 10. Yeah. Maybe. Even after a long, rough night's work. He knew W-I-N-Z. He did? He did. Oh, that's because he comes down here all the no, time. No, he said he's down there a lot. I said, I know. Yeah, yeah he's at 21, I understand. I don't want to mention Alice's name, but uh, somebody, somebody <laughs> ran now, into him. Now, don't pick on him. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we do something to offend you? You did. Okay. I'm trying to be very nice, and you're picking on him. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, thanks. Okay, he's on four, and if you would uh, just give him the bat line, and we'll be all set. One of these days, when we least expect it, mm -hmm. will come this voice on the radio. Oh. Hello. <laughs> is this Neil? Now, just a, just a joke, Jeff. Don't get upset. We know that you're a good... We've seen the movie, and uh, he sounds okay to me. Limited vocabulary. But talents. But uh, certain talents yeah. and certain ability to stimulate this crowd. Exactly. No, I'm serious. Even the straight guys, like this Dan who brought his girlfriend, who was very beautiful, by the way. The girlfriend, that mm -hmm. is. Uh, Lisa. Although, it's, it was interesting, because Stan did not... End, of course, she was blonde. Oh. Well, Stan has no taste anyway, but she was really nice. But uh, Dan, of course, has a little earring, but he's uh, straight, you know. Mm -hmm. But he seemed to know who Jeff Stryker was. Sort of like me. <laughs> it's eight minutes before 11 at WYNZ. I wouldn't dignify that comment. Uh, we'll come right back. Oh, you're never going to believe this letter. And it's, it's the one that came with the uh, little button here. Isn't the, that uh, nice? It's a good time. Put that Mac right on. Tonight. Put that right on. That's yeah, I'll put it right on your beak if you don't <laughs> shut up. And um, I'm just reading the letter. It says, don't change a thing. Sooner or later, you will score. I wonder what he means by that. With mm. someone who can handle reality, don't stop trusting people because of Brian. We should stop picking on Brian. It wasn't yeah. his. He's okay. Yeah. In his own way. You don't need the brain dead anyway. Keep up the great work. You're blah, blah, blah. And it says, P.S. I changed my opinion of the bird while you were on vacation. He ran a hell of a show and gained much credibility and respect. He's worth keeping around. Now, isn't that what I told you? And you laughed in my face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did have a call. It is, uh, after all, yesterday was the first day of the observance of the Jewish New Year. New. New Year, <laughs> Rosh Hashanah. We're in the year one. We're starting over again because it's been, Jews have had a tough history. And we just had a lady who called, a rather elderly lady who called Kyle upstairs, was a little upset. She wants... <laughs> Can't he play some wonderful Jewish music? We would just love to hear some <laughs> Jewish music. Uh, when some Shlomiel tries to put me down and says he has a larger congregation,
wherever you are. Happy New Year. Happy Sukkot. And all that other good stuff. I don't understand what this is. It said open on the year and there are a couple of cassettes in here with a $5 bill. I don't understand. What is this? What's it say? It says Mike Wolf is back from a couple of days <laughs> on the uh, sick list. It says I know the guy in this bill isn't Big Jeff but if you look at the serial number you'll see he's packing a full house. <laughs> I don't understand what this is. I guess they want uh, they want to pay you five bucks for dubbing the cassettes, okay? So I'll give you the cassettes, and I'll keep the five. <laughs> that sounds like a good deal to me. Mike is back, and uh, it's certainly wonderful to have a real great American and backwoodsman in the studio here bring you the headlines, world news from CBS with all the spots at 11, and we'll come back to lift your spirits and whatever else you can get up at 11.06. Now we've got double trouble. Neil Rogers, 10 to 2, and Stan Major, 2 to 6. Exclusively on 94 News Wins. W-I-N-Z. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. 94 News In the mail today, among other things, we have a beautiful card that somebody said. I'm not making this up, so don't accuse me of using foul language on the air. But it has a photograph. This is an actual photo <laughs> of the sign at a restaurant in Ocean City, Maryland. And there's a picture, in fact, it looks like a member of your family, looks very reminiscent, very familiar, of a big bird, and it says, Big Peckers Bar and Grill. Am I right? Am I reading it right off the sign in Ocean City, Maryland? And how do you spell that? Foul. It's a good thing they're not here, because they would not be allowed to advertise oh, on true. this show. You can be sure of that. Foul language, and how do you spell Also, the mail today is almost <sighs> unanimous, hostile toward a certain individual being on this program. I don't want to mention any names. But it is absolutely hostile. And Jane Curtis, who is 34, not a prune, says, please, please help us to listen. That giggling idiot, that bird, that baboon, that hyena, please, I am begging you. <laughs> All right. Well, I just want you to have a, a guilty conscience. I want oh. it to weigh heavy on your mind. Oh, I, it is. Look at those Broward lines, boy. Are they hot or what? They dropped out during the news. During the news. They <laughs> dropped off in Broward, and uh, we just can't seem to get them back, can we? If they call in, we might make them a superstar. A superstar. <laughs> or just insipid <laughs> might be what will make them if they keep listening to you long enough. 524-9400. This is our last cattle call for Broward. Let's go to Miami first. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Who's this? <laughs> Who are you calling, sir? Who is this, please? Who are you calling? I'm sorry, lady. I got the wrong number. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Miramar, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi. Listen, um, you know that season song that you played earlier, Class Shut Up? I have already heard that. It's very good. But have you heard the one about Earache My Eye? No. Why not? That is, that's even better. You should... Why not? <laughs> because, yes, why not? I don't know. I guess I live a sheltered life. Do you? Do you live under a rock? Yes. Great. 
No, but really, I think <laughs> Rock of Ages. Get, I've heard that. That's very old. I think that you should get the earache my eye one. That's funny. Okay. I beg you to get the earache my eye. Do you beg us to get the bird off the show? No, not the bird. He's all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the earache my eye anyway. Right, oh, so boy. What are you doing Saturday night at 9? What? Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you out. All right, uh, what are you doing Saturday night at 9? <laughs> Who? You! No, no, the guy down the street. Come on. I haven't got any idea. I don't plan that far ahead. Today's only Friday. Well, uh, uh, oh, well. I have Friday on my mind. Yeah, Friday. What are you doing tonight? No, I'm only kidding. What are you, I want to know what you're doing tomorrow night at 9. All right, first of all, do you have cable? Oh, what about it? No, don't worry. The hitcher's not on. Oh, the hitcher, uh, wait a minute. The Hitcher was on a couple of nights ago, and I watched it again. Great. I have it on tape. I watch it all, I mean, I watch it all the time. I love when he goes, he goes, he goes what's your name? And he goes, Ryder. John. No, my favorite part is when uh, when he goes into the um, diner there. No, my favorite part is when he when he gives him the gun to bullets. I don't care what your favorite part is. Don't you <laughs> care what my favorite part is? I going to do the same, the same part. In the diner, when he's washing up in the restroom there, and he takes his shirt off, and he's just uh, all goose flesh well, there. Well, I'm sure you, you got to look excited on that part. I got very excited. Well, it got me excited, too. He is very hot. But then Tom again, Howell I, I is hot. I've talked to you Stan, of course, thinks Rutger Hauer is hot. Oh, very hot. That's yeah. the one I'm in love with. I'm in love with Rutger. Yeah. Very, very much. So I would take Rutger over the other one. Yeah, if you're into S&M, I think Rutger. Now, what's happening Saturday night at 9? Well, I, I know you're not going to be interested, but I beg you to do it anyway. It's on VH1. Do you get VH1? Oh, Barf City, yeah. Well, well, we don't care about VH1. I mean, how much Lionel Richie can you watch? Okay, obviously you don't know who I am yet, because if you knew who I was, you would know what's on at 9 o'clock at 9 on Saturday. And it's Elton John in Australia. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've only seen that about 30 times. You but did see it? Of course. You saw the new one, Elton John in Australia. Yes, it's great. Is it? With the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes you saw it already? Yes. The problem was, I had Showtime and Movie Channel. And she's great there. Elton is great in that. Of course, he's great in anything. She's terrific. Especially my, no. Okay, so... <laughs> don't, don't kid yourself. Come on now. No, well, I mean in the future. Come into the real world. Into the future. Yeah, into, into the future with Michael J. Fox. Oh, no, forget him. I mean, I mean, I will get Elton one day. But listen, that's beside the point. The point I'm trying... Oh, my God, he's on VH1 right now. Okay. But anyway... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> oh God, look, Elton John weekend. That's what it says. I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. excited. Hold on one second. I beg you to hold on. Okay. <laughs> She's begging us. <laughs> hold on, no, wait. What are you doing? Now, listen, listen. Here it is. <laughs> oh, my God. One minute. Bear with me. This is the lady who plans to marry Elton John. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Yeah, oh. fat chance. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you start a little more realistic? Why don't you start like on George Michael first, you know, and then work I'd your like way to, up? Oh my God! I like to see. I think that. Or I'd on like Michael to Jackson, have maybe. Elton John Monday through Friday, and then George on the weekends. Okay. And maybe a menage a trois. No, but listen. And how about Europe? You know, you can have the whole group or the whole continent if you want. Oh, really? You really have seen it? Isn't it great? They're great. Okay. Well, see that because in I fact, the uh, lead the lead singer in Europe is so pretty that um, he makes uh, Susan Day pale into insignificance. Susan Day is. is becoming a very big slut because I saw her on, yeah. on some, you know, K channel doing, you know, I've lost all respect for Susan Day. Yeah, well, she almost used to be as pretty as David Cassidy, but that was oh, a long David time ago. Oh, David but anyway, we talked about him before. Okay, well, listen, have a great weekend. No, I and you uh, listen for one more minute. Oh, my I'm God. Down, all right? You're down? I'm your Cheerios this morning. Calm down. Chill out. Chill up for a minute. I want to I ask you Would you, you take something. a couple of Valium or something? <laughs> Just relax. Just relax. Uh, the point I was trying to make you... This is the helium you, lady. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Was that we had Showtime and Movie Channel, but... Then we, we, we got rid of them. So now I can only rely on VH1 to see this concert. Oh, boy. But anyway, I'm going to take... I know it was great, but I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right, good night. Good night. She's got Saturday on her mind.
Pretty interesting that that record seems to have made a big comeback in town. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. Hearing it on gloves and even uh, you know who? Yeah. What's his you name? You know who? It? Old Jimmy Hummel was playing it the yeah. other day. Yeah. You don't think we could have planted the seeds in his mind a little subliminally? Yeah. Miami, welcome to Wins. Hello. Hi. Neil. Hi. Yes. This is the uh, sister of the lady in Brickle. Yeah. What happened? Um, well, she's not in Brickle anymore. She's not in an office. She's now teaching for the day uh, schools. Are you serial? I am serial. <laughs> Isn't that great? Well, that means we're never going to hear from her again. Maybe she can call on Saturday, huh? Yeah, maybe she can. She does listen on Saturday, but she oh, that's good. Well, a week anymore. Yeah, well, that'll be good. We can wait till Saturday because she knows Knott's Landing like nobody knows. <laughs> I know. In fact, she always sings, nobody knows the trouble I've seen when she calls in. <laughs> and I'm sure she was watching last night. Oh, we were. We were. Oh, you watch it with her? Yeah, I do. And I was so relieved. You know, in the beginning, when they, and they've changed the opening, which I think is really mung this year. I don't like it at all. Well, I, I'm glad because they don't have that kazoo music on anymore. Yeah, that's I true. Well, I kind of am partial to kazoo music. But anyway, they show all these characters, and Pat Peterson was nowhere to be found. And I thought, oh, and then it said special guest star Red Buttons or something. And I said, that's not much of a trade, you know. Even the pirates wouldn't make a trade like that. Uh -huh. And then, just before the show started, it said, and um, also appearing, and it said to Pat Peterson mm -hmm. as Michael. Mm -hmm. And I, I was screaming in the living room. I was cheering. And there was nobody else there, but I was applauding and cheering, and it was very <laughs> exciting, very emotional time of my life. Yeah, we thought you would enjoy that last night. Yeah.